Hey everyone, before we begin today's show, we just wanted to remind you that Dr. Ben's new book, Designed to Heal, is out and available for purchase. To book Dr. Ben for speaking engagements or to purchase the book, visit drbenrall.com. That's D-R-B-E-N-R-A-L-L.com. Now, Designed to Heal. I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Welcome back to Designed to Heal. I am, man, I'm just your average Jeff with the not so average Dr. Ben Ross sitting across from me. And today it's you and I, buddy. It's just us. Well, yeah. Just you and me. You and me. What's the song? You uh, and I. You. Happy, happy Together, I think. Is, well, no, is, what's, is, isn't that like a Will Smith song? Like, you and me, you and oh me. no no no! There's uh, just the two of us. Just man. the two of us. There you go. Just the two of us. That's now. Now, now you're blushing. Dis- disclaimer, audience: We're not going to sing for you. <laughs> we want to keep you around, not alienate you. But man, we've had some headlines that yeah, um, well, yeah. And I, you know, the listener maybe, maybe there's there's some new people that that have not heard our banter over the years, and you know, we always talk about how texts are getting sent back and right. forth because. You, you got to vent to somebody, you yeah. know, like that's that for me, that's what it is. You're, you're just like, I read this stuff and I was like, I got to send this to somebody so that the insanity that I'm mm. feeling right now mm. can be shared. I don't know if that makes you miserable or what, but <laughs> well, yeah, usually you it's know. well, it, you know, cause I have my plate, I get no shortage of it either. So either right. sometimes that you send me, I've seen, or sometimes I haven't. And it's like, oh man, one more ridiculous study. And a lot of it I ignore cause a lot of it is garbage. So it's not even worth discussing somebody had sent me an article for example and so today we're going to just go through some headlines kind of do like a a rapid fire go through some popular headlines give our perspective on it you know but one to give you an example where sometimes i just have to completely ignore there was an article that came out i don't even know if you sent it to me jeff but it was Mm. basically it was about it was it was written that said that people that people should have been people like myself maybe that um knew the vaccine had not been tested properly that had concerns about it that we should have it's our fault that we didn't speak out loud. Oh, enough, here we go. Right. So that's an go. example of an article that I would just ignore. Okay. Cause the, to give that too much life is going to drive you crazy. <laughs> There's always going to be these. Well, I mean, Ben, in all seriousness, I feel like you should have said a word yeah. or two. You yeah. Know? So yeah. You Come mean, uh, and I, and so my, so, okay. So I'll answer that one. <laughs> I so, mean, you've done two podcast episodes a week. You could have done three, man. Do you Come mean, on, you, know? you mean, oh, do you mean cause we were censored and because people were yeah. lost their careers and anybody that said that was told that they're wrong and license and, were and pulled. And speaking of the censoring thing, just yeah. so you can comment on this, yeah. I feel like, past guest and friend of the show rfk jr yeah okay has been or is it fk or is it just robert kennedy jr i, I always i'm RFK not sure what is jr okay yeah. uh, he's been censored recently uh you know yeah. he did his episode with rogan podcast yeah. this is part of why we love podcasting is because generally speaking it seems like that's been a safer platform yeah. from censoring but he was on with somebody on youtube recently and this is in the last month we're talking yeah, jordan peterson yeah, yeah june peterson. july of what 2023 man this is not you know this is not 2020 not yeah. that there was an excuse then yeah. 
but it's like, man, with all the stuff that's come out, it's still happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'll, I will touch on that one for a second. Okay. Um, so a couple things, and I, and I'll make a prediction here, unfortunately, and I should say this to our listeners. Hmm. I I've seen some articles coming out lately. What you just said, Jeff, you know, they said, you know, bad podcasts are kind of one of the last bastions of, of, of areas to be able to speak out. I think they're going to be coming over after podcasts. And so it's possible that our show will disappear yeah. um, because they don't like what we say. Yeah. Um, but, but as of right now, it, it isn't, but YouTube is very censor orientated. And so they pull down and most of social media. And, and, and I mean, maybe to Twitter's credit with what Elon Musk has done there, it seems like he, he has been anti that stuff, you know, for the yeah, most part there, think, which has been good. I think for the most part. So there was, recently a, a lawsuit matter of fact by one of our past guests he's one of the plaintiffs on that and um dr aaron cariotti who is a medical doctor out of california and we did an episode with him which is one of our uh one of our best episodes we ever did he wrote a book called the new abnormal he's a very uh i don't doesn't matter but i would he's a very reasonable scientist he's mm -hmm. also a, a, a ethics uh, professor he taught medical ethics at his university and matter of fact, and he lost his job because he wouldn't uh, receive the jab because mm. he had natural immunity through having a COVID infection. He treated COVID patients. Uh, matter of fact, he was on California's uh, uh, um, kind of, you know, think tank about how to handle pandemic response and ventilators. I mean, he was a, a, a real, just a real good dude, mm. you know, and mm. um, ended mm. up, and now he's been in the lawsuit, uh, sued the Biden administration over the, uh, the censoring that was done. And mm. they won. And they got a, um, that got, I can't always think of the legal terms, but that got they, they, an injunction, right? And okay. then now just recently, and that was a couple of days ago, but when, uh, whenever you hear this, but then the Biden administration appealed that and they lost. They were asking for a stay. And so right now there's been some victory in what has happened there. But to your point, Jeff, when you're censoring mm -hmm. a presidential candidate who has, you know, roughly 20% of the Democratic vote right now, right. and you just pull him down because you've, you powers that be have decided that his information isn't the science that they accept, mm -hmm. um, is really a, 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 a wild time to live in. And Ben, if I could real quick, the um, the podcast that he did with Rogan yeah. was, you know, in typical Rogan fashion was two and a half, three hours. Anybody yeah. complaining that we're an hour? I don't want to hear yeah. it, All right? Uh, you know, three uh, hours, uh, right? And, and it was very good. I actually listened to it on on a yeah. road trip. And one of the things that Kennedy said, I don't know if you caught this or not, but that, you know, his background, of course, and he shared this, I think, previously when he was with us, was that he started out environmentally mm -hmm. and was, um, you know, a big outdoors fisherman guy and everything and was really studying or was really um, as an attorney mm -hmm. filing suit against companies that were polluting the waters, yeah. mainly up in the Northeast and, and things like that. And he said, look, you can't take these things to court without knowing Lead, mercury, all this. Yeah. I think it was mercury was the main things that were poisoning the water. And and he's like, yeah, okay, so I'm not, maybe I'm not a scientist or whatever, but I was the guy that had to come in with the expertise to be able to argue these yeah. briefs and such and everything. And so and 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 yet, what what were people doing? Well, what does he know? He doesn't know anything about mercury or whatever. He's mm -hmm. get he's getting on rambling on Rogan and everything. He's like, no, 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 I'm more than qualified. Yeah. And he gave probably 35 minutes of that episode, if I counted properly, yeah. was him giving really an explanation on these different kinds of mercury and all of these kinds yeah. of things. So here's the deal. I mean, you're free to disagree with that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think either one of us are saying like, you know, any person should have just this, yeah. like may, may, may none of us ever be an authority figure that's regarded as the only answer or whatever. But when we censor things oh. that shuts down the conversation well, and, and that's what essentially what's happening. And here. that's the only way you have, you know, growth, it's friction, it's iron sharpens iron. It's the, the dialogue. It's, right. it's being able to do that. When we were in, in, when I went to the London Olympics, we went to, I think it's called Hyde park over there mm. and they have, I think it's called the speaker's corner. It has a better name than that, but it's this area where people just go and, and, and kind of each get their few minutes of fame and they right. all just right. sit around and they talk about topics. It'd be political. 
political. It could be scientific. It could right. be just their opinions. And I just remember it was just kind of neat to just see. It could just be anybody getting up. And and um, but to your point, Jeff, I think if we if we lose that dialogue and it's gotten so contentious, and so I do respect uh, uh, Roberts, Mr. Kennedy's, you know desire to try to reintroduce healthy dialogue, right? I mean, right, he, right. he said before when he goes to court, when he's sued over like, you know, GMOs and Monsanto, for example, he said, you know, each side brought their, their, their each side brought their Harvard, their MIT, yeah, their, yeah. you know, their specialists. And I brought mine from the same schools and we prevent our, present our evidence. And right, in that right. case, they agreed with Bobby. Right. Right. So, you know, like it's just, we just got to, you know, you know, so yeah, there's some science on, on both sides. If you want to say yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I and, would, and I think it's important too, but I was driving with yeah. my daughter the other day and I was making a comment about something, some kind of event or whatever. And I was just making a, you know, an opinionated statement over that. And she asked me and it was an earnest question. Yeah. It wasn't like challenging me. It was like, well, why is that? Why do you think that? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I'm, you know, of course I wasn't prepared to answer mm -hmm. that. Right. And so, well, because, you know, like, <laughs> but, but, but that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not a good answer for yeah. everything like, because, and so, so I think people have to understand, you know, it, it, off the air before we were talking or before we got started on the show today, you know, as we continue to say, look, I am, I am not the expert on this. I'm the average. There's a reason I call it the average Jeff, average Joe, whatever that just gets around guys like you and says, man, I, I can't be ignorant right. to my body's design. I can't right. be ignorant to these issues, but I'm not immersed in these issues right. outside of doing the podcast and our texts back and forth. Right. I'm not immersed in this. What do I read more of? Well, certainly marriage and family. That's mm. my area. But you know, I read a lot of the financial things, a lot of current events and stuff like that. And I can tell you, and I'm sure it's same as true in the financial and, and or in the uh, medical world. When I read financial articles and I see just some of the nonsense that's being yeah. spewed sometimes, you know, I always go and look who's writing this article right. and what's their slant and what's their bent. And I, I think what I've had to learn over the years and I'm still been, I mean, three, four years of doing this yeah. with you, I'm still coming out of this, of realizing that, man, there are people that are writing and speaking with an agenda. Yeah. They don't regard the truth or, or it's, there's such a bias in them that, it, you know, truth for them is not what we want to think of it as, which is yeah. accurately reporting the facts. Yeah. They have an agenda. Right. And I think yeah. that happens in your world, too. Yeah. And, and well, so, I think I think my I think my world is 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 probably the worst, frankly. Right. And, and the point I'm making that is I, th I think of Kennedy or I think of whoever like like we can't just come at things. Well, you know, just because mm -hmm. a lot of people write. And, and of course, it's more educated in how they sound. But their answer is, well, just because it's a strong opinion and there's nothing else of substance attached to it. And the problem with that is for many of us we've allowed our brains to be shut down and we've allowed ourselves to stop doing critical thinking. Yeah. And that's the thing that's killing us right now. Yeah. And so when you talk about that, the iron sharpening iron, yeah. what we're talking about is this idea of don't shut down your brain. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to agree with things, yeah, yeah. but you need to be exercising, not letting atrophy that muscle yeah. called the critical thinker yeah. in your brain, because this is why we're in the mess that we're in right now is too many have done that. They've yeah. turned off the thing. This person said it, so it must be true. I had this conversation with Megan with my wife this morning where I was like, you know, there, and I'm going to just paraphrase it, but, you know, there's been such a, a dumbing down, an intentional dumbing down of our people, of, of culture. Yeah. Because they've, you know, I was, I was, I was um, getting a coffee this morning and there was a guy that looked like he was maybe like an Uber, maybe driver or something, mm -hmm. picking up like mm -hmm. a to-go order or something. Yeah. And he was kind of by the door and I, I thought he was, um, but he was, he was, and he was a normal looking dude. And he had his phone, and I thought he was like, you know, must be confirming, you know, that he was picking it up or something like that. So I look at him because he's really like focused. Yeah. And he was, you know, this is like a 30 year old man, yeah. okay, picking up a coffee. It looked like in order. And he was playing some like goofy, like candy crush game or something, some like <laughs> brainless, 
ridiculous. Yeah. Now we can all have this. Hey, I like to just check out a little bit. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I like to yeah. just take. Dude, this guy's in the middle of his day at ten o'clock in the morning, yeah. and he's standing like a zombie in the middle of a coffee shop picking up a coffee, and he's so immersed in some stupid little game. I'm here to tell you. I'm not here to judge you per se, but listen, that's gonna stop you from being able to handle a conversation about yeah. really yeah. important things. So you cannot hand your brain. Just like I talk to people, don't hand your health over to some other doctor. Do not handle it. And I, I yell at you about this sometimes. Yeah, you do. You're like, hey, I don't know. It's not my area. I'm like, bull crap. You're freaking alive. <laughs> you don't get to say that. Yeah, you don't make get to, for the You wouldn't record. say that to a marriage count, a marriage patient. That's right. That's You'll right. Go, I know you've never been married. What could you possibly right, know? Right. So don't think about it. Just whatever the freaking news tells you about marriage. I'm glad you're saying that because I want the audience to know that, like, man, I get, I get tough love too, okay? And, and, and well-deserved. And, and to your point on that, by the way, about the mindless stuff, I really loved I never got to tell you this. I really loved the episode that you and Megan did, mm. you and your wife did on on reading mm. and the importance of reading. And you know, a lot of times, most of the time, it's it's me and Ben. We've got a guest or whatever. But there's times where you know I'm traveling or whatever things are going on, and you're recording some stuff right. at home. You've got a board at home, and you're you know doing things with her. And so I'm still editing those things, and I have oh, to yeah. listen to it through you know. I have edit. To. Well, no, I get to. I mean, I, well, yeah, I have to. Somebody's got to, you know. And so I'm listening through this, and I thought it was excellent because you guys made some wonderful points about like why it's so important to read and mm. the benefit of that and everything. And I go, man, that's, that's not the only solution, but that's one right. solution yeah. to guarding your brain yeah. from the mindless, whatever, you know, yeah, it's true. Okay. Well, that was a long intro to our, our topic of the day here. Um, <laughs> that's how this is about what happens when we talk. So the first little study, not little, the first study I want to talk about, cause I think there's a point in here that, and I'll just, not that I, by any means, am some genius, but I, I will take this through as an exercise to see how I would go through things. So you sent me one that said even more young Americans are unfit to serve. A new study finds, a new study finds, here's why. So this is on military.com, mm -hmm. and they're talking about, I want to make sure I get the exact percentage right, but I believe it was 77% or something like that. I thought that. it was higher than that. Uh, let me just double check. 77 A new study from Pentagon okay. shows that 77% of young Americans would not qualify for military service without a waiver due to being overweight, using drugs, having mental and physical health problems. My friends... That is crazy, okay? To think that right now over three quarters of our young... Now, these are, these are young. This is like young Americans. So this isn't even like our, you know, these are the people that should be healthy. This isn't like, well, yeah, sure, the 80-year-old. My dad was a fireman, so, you know, they have to pass physical fitness tests, you know, so they might be able to drag a body out of a fire when they're 25, but can they do it when they're 55? You know what I mean? So we're talking, these are the people that should be able to do this. And... You know, if you want to just talk about even having a secure nation and a military that is fit to, to defend itself, to fact that three court, like you guys, that like when you sent me that, Jeff, I was I was not surprised, but I was a little startled by the percentage of that. OK, so here we sit. So what's likely going to happen, because I know this has happened at some regard, they're going to change the requirements to let people in. So now we're going to just become we're going to say. Well, I guess since nobody is healthy enough to actually make it, we'll just change our standards. I know they've already made uh, basic uh, training easier. I know that they've changed some of the times on certain tests because people couldn't pass them. There was a time where so many, it used to be if you had been diagnosed with like ADD, ADHD and things, and you'd been put on medications like Ritalin and those types of drugs, that disqualified you from medical service. But that number got so high that they took that away because people were literally being, you know, they had no, not enough people to get fit for the military. So, so, so think of just basic, take this away. Yeah. 
7% of our young, healthy Americans are not qualified to serve in the military. Right, now, you can right. hate the military. You can think war's wrong, all that stuff. I'm with you, whatever. My point is that's crazy. So, Ben, for, for comparison, yeah. and I don't, I don't know how to perfectly get these numbers because I'm pulling these on the fly. 1940, okay. the population of the United States was about 130 million. Okay, okay that's, that's all ages, right? Mm-hmm. 10 million were drafted into service in the military. Okay. Were drafted. Okay. Now, that does not include those who enlisted, those who were whatever. So maybe I don't know what that number was double. I'm trying to find what was the number of people actually served. But think about right. this. We weren't drafting five-year-olds. Right. We weren't drafting right. 49-year-olds. We were, yeah. I, I think it was yeah, like 18 to 27 or 18 yeah. to 25 or something like that. So that was 10 million. Okay. So I want you to do that. If we were to break down and we'd have to estimate some of this and break down what population was eligible right there? It was a significant. It was way more than the twenty three percent that would have been remaining of you know this number here. If you're telling me that seventy seven percent, you know, the you know body what I'm saying. People, yeah. so in other words, we'd have lost the war, right? Okay, yeah, and at full stop, yeah, right. We needed way more than that percentage right now back in WW two. If I'm estimating this properly, right, and they were there ready and fit to serve, and you know, we yeah. call them the greatest generation for a reason, yeah. So. And to think in just that short amount of time, Jeff, we've gotten that sick yeah. should disturb you. Right. That isn't some genetic change. Right. Right. That isn't some, you know, that's us lazy, fat, junk food, yep. slothful, yep. not moving, you know, all those types of things. And and if, you know, there has been some, and I know we're, you were using Bobby as an example here today. This isn't a political show, but they got a little uproar a, a couple of few weeks ago because there's been some pictures of him working out, you know, and the guy's buff. The yeah. guy's like yeah. got a six pack for 69 years old, I think there he is. Go. And people are like, but he's, but people, they, I listened to an interview with him and they're like, can you tell us about your fitness routine? And he's like, sure. I mean, it's not that complicated. I've been doing it every day for 40 years. I work out every day and here's what I do. Like, yeah. so it's not like he just magically got ripped. He just has, he, he, he wasn't as rare. He, he's only rare because everybody else is so unhealthy. Well, and I would want to know too, back in like, let's, let's, let's go back to 1940, yeah. that era or whatever. How many, how many gyms are, yeah, right? are out there? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, like, like how many fitness memberships did they actually have? Yeah. Right, and, we, on, and then we overcomplicate it. And so what, what's what's the progression? What are the headlines we've read over the last couple of years, Jeff? Treating kids now earlier with medications and surgeries for obesity. You know, we've uh, you know, they're, they're talking about, you know, it's not your fault. They're talking, you know, all these things like. But what, what, what was the problem, you know, 50 years ago? Where was all that? Well, it's not because, again, it's not because our genes have changed. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not fat mm-hmm. shaming or anything like this. I mean, I'm. I, I, I think we have to be able to have honest conversations here. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I want to jump on to the next one. But but that's a shocking statistic that should concern you deeply. And I'll tell you, if you think I'm wrong, go walk through the grocery store today. I was at uh, Chipotle the other day for lunch. And I don't often don't eat lunch, but I had a little extra time. So I thought, oh, I'll get something to eat. So I went in there and it was like, there was like five people sitting behind there, Jeff. And I just told Megan this today. I was like, it was like I was in Mars like they mm, were, mm. they were like not there. I don't know if they, I don't know if they were all high. I mean, it was like, please, can somebody like put some beans in a bowl for me? I mean, they were checked out. Mm. And I mean, I think everybody's had this experience. You're walking into stores, they can't count money. Yeah. They can't, you yep. know, look yep. at you in the eye. They can't, they're, it's wild, you know? And so this next study is, I mm. can do a whole show on this and we probably will, but this is more just to kind of be like mind blowing to some people here. Um, this was the, the headline here is CDC gives guidance for trans people chest feeding their kids. Okay. So what you have here and what's happening, you guys, is they're actually having men 
biological men mm -hmm. that are, quote, breastfeeding, chest feeding kids. And some of them, they're even taking medications to try to induce lactation mm -hmm. in a male. Mm -hmm. This, my friends, is lunacy. Complete and utter lunacy. You can quote me on that. You can blast me on that. You can send me hate mail on that. This is not normal. Mm. This isn't good. Matter of fact, some of the pushback on this, and I thought this was interesting, some of the pushback on this article from some of the pediatricians that saying, what are we doing? It wasn't even like on uh, gender issues. They said, and this is what they said, the health of the baby, right? Uh, that's not good. That's yeah. not the mom's milk. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. the mom that made her, right? right You're right. just because you can just and I've said this before in the show, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. There's a lot of things that science quote has allowed us to do. That doesn't mean you should do it. Right. That doesn't mean right. it's a good idea. Right. And so um you have to really hold the line on this. But see, you know, you've got kids, I got kids, like they're being raised with these headlines yeah. in their life and go, well, you know, maybe that's okay because you become desensitized to it. I remember sending this one or one like it to to my wife, mm. the 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 lactation right. consultant, right, who works in that world, and it was just like I thought that she her reaction was like this is this is this is not real, right? Yeah. This is like this is like the onion, but stuff, it is right? real. No, but it is real. So you don't get right? to say that. And to your not point, your like, but you know, yeah, yeah. to your point, it's 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 amazing. Shannon's studying right now for the um something called the IBCLC. It's like the International Certification Lactation Consultants. Putting in like three hours a night learning, and, and she already was good. She already knew her stuff, and the stuff that she's sharing now, I'm going. God knew what he was doing, man. Yep. Like, and you're not gonna you're not gonna change that in a lab. You're not gonna recreate that in yep. a lab, and it's unbelievable. And I think people just they're missing that. They 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 have but no so, idea how complex and how complicated. So use that as an example. So yep. your wife's gonna go through this training, and she's gonna have all this knowledge. She'll know more than probably you know 99% of doctors right she'll right she'll know more than most pediatricians about yep. it because yep. you know that's a long time to just study that yep. i don't care who you are yep. right just mm -hmm. anybody can become an expert in any topic you can sure. go study nutrition by yourself you don't have to go to some school so it doesn't matter if she gets a test or not she's going to be studying breastfeeding and all of the associated situation with that mm -hmm. for a long time mm -hmm. to pass the certification mm -hmm. awesome great now here's where it's going to really rubber's going to meet the road so she can have all this knowledge which mm -hmm. is great mm -hmm. and she's going to be contending for her parents right that are struggling and then they're going to go to their pediatrician who has more social authority, mm -hmm. more cultural authority. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, well, I was met with, you know, Shannon, yeah. she's a lactation, yeah. she's certified yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she said that this, this, and this, and then the pediatrician will go, that's stupid. It doesn't matter. What does she know? She's not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, well, well, in defense, IBCLC is actually regarded as a medical thing. The CLC, which what most lactation consultants have, but we can point, have this conversation in a year and tell me if I'm wrong or right. Well, you're, they're no, you're going right. to say because they're going to get foo fooed and boo booed, and their little, their little, you know. Ben, forget the doctor credentials. Okay, you're talking about a mom who breastfed five kids for two years each. No, no, I'm not. Okay? I'm not debating <laughs> her. Her. her <laughs> no, ability. I know, but that's the thing right there. But I'm, I'm positioning the lunacy of the two. How hard it is. I know it for people. Good. People that want to bring truth, yeah. that know the most, and your wife's heart will be broken so many times. Oh, of course. Because they're going to go, well, I went of and talked course. to so-and-so, and they said, that's wrong, that's yeah. stupid, that's not true, that won't work, da-da-da-da-da. So, but, but it's the same with like mothering. It's the same with birthing and everything. No, because, I, you know, you can have the, the pediatrician who's never had a baby will tell you everything, and yet that mom that's had all of these experiences, yeah. like, you but, can't trade that. There's no book on that. There's no book, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's going to decide how so many people don't have the uh, the the uh, wherewithal or temerity or whatever word we want to say mm. to stay in that fight because mm. they they can't handle 
getting the conflict day in and day out. That's why being a chiropractor oh, yeah. ain't for the faint of heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day long getting told you're an idiot. All day long getting told who do you know. All day yeah. long getting told you're an idiot. All day long getting told you're not a real doctor. All day long getting told your profession has no science. All day long told that you're this, you're this, you're that. And that's just your wife. I mean, <laughs> that's not even a, you know. <laughs> a lot of people can't handle that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then they start to soften their message. Yeah. And then they start to say, oh, and then ooh, it really gets good. Then a hospital will hire them. And then they'll say, but you just can't talk about this and don't talk about that and don't say this. And oh, God but, forbid. But here's a boatload of cash and that'll. Yeah. And for most people, it shuts them up. Right. For most people, they just go along with it because, yeah. ah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really want to, but, you know, da 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 And so this is how this happens. Mm-hmm. We just had an episode that we taped, you know, with a, a medical doctor, doctor uh, who runs the Holistic Cancer Center in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was talking about how, you know, like with medications, why don't the medicate, you know, or sorry, like natural things, vitamin C. You know, we know that it's good for treating cancer, but how come the FDA doesn't approve it? And he was walking through that process. So your your wife is going to hear all these things and go, my goodness, why don't they talk about this stuff? Why don't the pediatricians talk about this? Why don't they, you know, right? And she's going to, you know, uh, live in that battle zone world. And, and I pray that she can stay the, stay the course. This other article that you sent me, I want to talk about. I thought this one was 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 ridiculous and interesting at the same time. Sure. And so this one won't take too long. But mm-hmm. this the headline says, is anyone perfectly healthy? It says, study finds everyone has room for improvement. So the the basis of this article was somewhat interesting. It takes into a lot of uh, a lot of like different factors of yeah. of uh, you know health like smoking you know all these different yeah. like so so basically saying I think it was fourteen indicators this, or something this, like this. Just just spoil this real quick for me. Is this one of these that I mean it just feels like it's it's leading towards apathy? Is that where this is going? Well, it's interesting that you say that. Co- so this would be one that I would would just likely ignore. Like if you wouldn't have sent it to me, right. I would ignore it because yeah. to your point, it's it's kind of so much of this stuff nowadays is some sort of propaganda behind, even if it's well-intentioned propaganda, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, but it kind of to let you off the hook, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. And so um, this one is yeah, essentially saying like, hey, since nobody's perfect, what are you going to do? Right. You know, um, there's all these health factors. Some people are, hey, I don't smoke. I don't drink. But you know what? I do like my blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's saying, Mm -hmm. hey, when you look at all that, nobody's really perfect. Not so so bad. Not so bad. What are you going to do? Now, listen, here's my point. I I agree with you. It says new research shows that just three percent of adults show no major risk factors linked to death. Mm. So so you could look at that and say, well, good night. What are you going to do? Here's what I would say to this. Two things. And I think it's what I said back to you, which was like. Well, first of all, to me, that just shows, again, first of all, two things. How amazing the body is. Because hmm. it's not about living the perfect life. Right. I talk on the show often, don't let your health be your idol. Uh, this, this isn't to me like, so see, you should be the 3%. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not the point. Because you know what? That list will just get bigger. They measured 14 things. What about next year when they want to add three more or seven more? Or now they say, oh, we found this new factor in the health and we're going to measure this blood test. And now it's at yeah, some that point. Would be it's my a, question. How many of those risk factors existed 70 years ago? Right. Right. Well, but, and then what about in, in 20 years from now, then there's 20 more. Right. And so now right. it's only 2% of people. Right. And then at some point you go, well, nobody's healthy. What are you going to do? See, just take your pills, take your drugs. You can't do everything. You can't live right. No, 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 no. Here's not the point of that. So, yeah. so, so when I look at that, I think, man, it's amazing that even with all of our lived experiences, all our, yeah. our, our, our ups and downs, our, our, our you know, good choices we make or bad choices we make, but there were some studies in there, for example, like 
we're smoking less, but we're so example was we're smoking less, but we're having just as much of the disease. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, I go now. So again, I read this differently than most people read. I go. So, so that doesn't mean that smoking doesn't matter. It just means we're probably sicker in other ways, right? We've, ta- we've taken that away, but yep. we've added X, Y, Z, the stress, you know, that's yep. on people's yep. lives and things like that. So, so um, I, when I read that, some people could take that because I, I meet a lot of people, even in my world, holistic uh, healthcare world, where it's like, it's all about like removing every risk factor, you know, but because I, I think there's this subconscious control thing that we go after there. Like, oh, I'm, I'm living perfectly. I, you know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, never going to die. And I, unfortunately I've done this long enough to know that there's people that have, that have struggled, you know, and, and they've done everything right, whatever everything means, air quotes, and they, you know, get cancer, they have a heart attack. Um, and, and so I don't want to, you know, do the things that you can under your control. I think it's good to reflect on them. I think there's times, there's times in my life I'm doing better at things than I'm at others. You know, I'm sometimes I'm really un, uh, doing really well with my mental health and my, and things like that. There's times where I'm doing better physically. There's times where I'm doing better spiritually. Um, you know, we're all in that kind of that rhythm and cycle of life. So anyway, the last one I want to talk about here is one that you sent me, um, that said 1.3 billion people mm. will be, is projected to have diabetes by 2050. Now I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of thoughts on this. Hmm. Um, right now it says researchers, researchers have found that 529 million people have diabetes in 2021. That's climbed. Diabetes numbers would increase and it goes through this whole thing. And it talks about 204 countries and 27,000 sources. Um, here's what, um, what I've found is that, you know, as, as things are going to become more, uh, normalized, we have to be really careful that we hold on to type two diabetes is not normal. Type two diabetes in the literature is largely almost entirely with a couple exclusions considered lifestyle. It's lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Type Mm -hmm. one is Mm -hmm. different. Type one is a autoimmune disease, yeah. uh, there's things that you can do for it, but type 1 is, I'm not talking about type 1 diabetes, I'm talking about type 2, which is what this is talking right, about. Right, right, right. So, uh, but hang on, even type 1, like I know a lot of people, I, I had a grandfather that was mm-hmm. diabetic. Yeah. Heck, I had a cat growing up that was diabetic, mm-hmm. Ben, if you imagine that, right? I know people now, all I knew of diabetes was you have to have insulin. I know more people now that are controlling it entirely with lifestyle and diet and yeah. doing amazing with it. Is type one controllable with diet at all or yeah, well, there's a, so, so it's a, well, yeah. So the answer would be like, just think about it. I don't want to say think about logically, but so if, if I'm going to live a wildly upside down lifestyle and I'm going to eat two quarts of ice cream a day and live on soda pop, right. Of course that's going to raise my blood sugar. If I don't have my pancreas properly secreting insulin. So I'm going right. to require right. more insulin in the form of medication, right? Or yeah, insulin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if I have a healthier life, so I'm going to require less, right. right? Plus, I'm actually having real good, healthy food. But I, mean, I guess real quick, give me a crash course on type 1 and type 2. I don't know the difference between the two. I hear those terms yeah, all the time. Maybe so, I've read on it before. So if you think, so here's how I would, I would think about type 2. So type 2 is you've kind of, so your pancreas is what secretes insulin. Right. Okay. So as, as you ingest sugar or, you know, whatever, carbohydrates break down to sugar, your body has to raise its insulin, mm-hmm. right? Your, your blood sugar, to, it has to raise, as your blood sugar goes up, it releases insulin to take, lower the blood sugar levels and mm-hmm. pull it into your mm-hmm. cells, mm-hmm. be stored for later use. So um, if think of it like this, oversimplification, but type two is you've worn out the pancreas. Okay. And so now it can no longer you know, keep up. It's like you've ran out of gas. You, 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 you raised the insulin so much for so long that it yeah. kind of got tired. Burned out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now type uh, one is where your cells of your, 
of your pancreas that make insulin are attacked by your body. It's oh, autoimmune disease. Okay. Yeah. So now they, they, in a sense, can't make it or they make less because the cells that make it have been destroyed, beta okay. cells. So in that instance, so that's more of an autoimmune disease. Now, I know people, I people, as a matter of fact, uh, one of our guests on this show, uh, Dr. Rosie Main, her son was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, mm. and she healed, he healed completely, yeah. totally naturally. I have yep. a patient in my office, a little girl that came in, she's type 1 diabetes, and she's mom was just in the last week, and she was crying. She's like, I can't believe it, Dr. Ben. You know, we've just been changing her lifestyle. She's been getting adjusted, and she told me she's down. I think she said she's down three quarters of the insulin that she started on. Right? Oh, that's so, so that's cool. in like three yeah, weeks, so not cool. even. So... Mm-hmm. I say that, here's my point. So what you have to contend for, p- p- listeners, is this: as things are going to become more normalized. So again, and I'm gonna, you know, maybe upset some people, like because I, I was talking about this with Megan again this morning. Like, I didn't grow up going to school and seeing, you know, boys dressed as girls and girls dressed as boys. Maybe outside of Halloween. Okay, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't in my. My daughter was on a volleyball team of twelve people. A quarter of that team either identified as somebody else or was, and there was some actually some really unfortunate things that happened on that team. So I didn't grow up in that situation where 25% of the team was identifying yeah, as something else yeah. than they were born. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't faced with that, but now our kids are going to see that and it's going to become normal to them. Mm-hmm. If somebody walked down the street right now, completely absurdly dressed up as a man, as a woman, whatever, my kids might not even phase them. Because they've seen it so many times now because mm-hmm. it's so more common. Yeah. Right? So when type 2 diabetes, if you don't know that it's not normal, mm-hmm. if you don't know that it's related to lifestyle, if you don't, something, just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. Accidents are common, but they're not normal. You follow? Okay. Uh, heart attacks are common. They're not normal. Cancer is common, not normal. So we have to be, really f- contend for our minds. Uh, divorce is common, not normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So we don't just look, ah, I don't think you just look and go, ah, people get divorced. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like you would fight for that. Mm-hmm. You fight for that because that's the wrong thinking. Mm-hmm. But that person might come back and go, well, whatever, dude, look around. Everybody's getting divorced. Yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. going to go, well, so you got to decide how hard are you going to fight for uh, this? Debt's the same way too. Why are so many people in debt? Because yeah, yeah, so many debt. other people are. Right. right and they go, yeah, that's, that's just how it is. Yeah, what right. are you going to do? Yeah. yeah right. And things. So yeah. how hard are you going to fight for yeah. that? Yeah. Or do you just stop fighting for it because it's too unpopular yeah. to fight for? Yeah. Okay, so what I would contend for is you've got to you've got to use the old brain. Now it's part of why I do this show. Mm-hmm. So, type two diabetes is not normal, and it's related to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you'll change your lifestyle, a significant majority I would I mean I would almost be able to say all, but significant majority it just depends really how long it's been there and mm-hmm. how many other comorbidities there are. But if you really change your lifestyle, I had a guy just the other day came in raging uh, blood sugar levels, had ended up in the hospital, brought me in his blood work. Uh, made some changes. Now he was it was classic. He he was living on um, uh, soda pops all day long, uh, living on really unhealthy food. So his wife was just like, "You're drinking water and you're eating, you know, protein and, and vegetables." He came back. I think I met him ten days later, and his blood sugar had gone from over three hundred down to one twenty in like again ten days. Okay, just from getting so so many people are living so upside down. But again lifestyle has gotten so like taboo to talk about right like don't tell me what to eat don't tell me what to drink who do you think you are but that same person then goes and gets a diagnosis right post it on their social media everybody gathers around him and says oh so sorry you know oh so sorry to hear that when the reality is you gave that to yourself by what you've been doing 
You wouldn't say, Jeff, I don't think you'd say this to somebody that walked in and they're going through marriage struggles because the husband has been having affairs and just go, oh, well, you know, sir, it's too bad you're going through a divorce, would you? Uh, you know the answer to that. Yeah. Come on. So, so in health, but in health, because it's yeah. taboo, yeah. don't say that. You're bad. What can they do? It's hard. No, 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 no. I'm doing that. That's free. You're not helping them by doing that. What are you doing when you do that? You're in- ben, that's the desensitized world that we live in in so many different ways. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. So in health, I'm contending for you to stay stay in it. Contend that you are designed to heal. Contend for the fact that, you know, so don't fall for these crappy headlines because it's kind of insidious. I mean, if you were to add all those up and look at those through kind of just the 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 the, the sleeping culture, almost every one of those things that I talked about, you could take the other way and go like, wow, man, that's too bad to hear about diabetes. That really sounds a bummer, man. I hope I don't get it. And then the chest feeding one, you might go, well, you know, everybody's kind of a little different. I guess they want to have that. Mm -hmm. And then you might go to the military one and go, oh my gosh, that's crazy that that's happening. That's wild. I don't even know. And then I don't know what the first one we started talking about was, but, but this is like, so you, I think you said it earlier, the apathy then and this desensitization that can happen is contend for it. Find something else in your life that you that you that you do know that that that, that you are kind of a pseudo expert in, like like you said, you know, with your your world, mm-hmm. and and use that as kind of a, a litmus test for you to see other things through. So you don't just mm-hmm. use this crappy excuse like, well, that's not really my area, so I guess I'll just go with common culture on that one. No, get in the game. Know a little bit. <laughs> you can know more than one thing. Yeah. You yeah. can, you can, you know, know how to, well, how to do that. Ben, if you look at history, I mean, you can look at like biblical history. You can look at, at world history and we can see countless examples of where, where there was adversity, persecution, where wh- whatever. Um, and you know, that, that the fruit that came out of that, that was like those times of people being tried and tested in the face of, of their world. That's, that's where goodness and, and even greatness was built and everything where where do we suffer as a as a society where do we get complacent well in the times of plenty and comfort and all of that kind of things when when the majority is whatever you know i find it interesting that you know we've often talked about um this mark twain quote that talks about yeah. if you find yourself in the majority yeah. you might need to rethink your your position, position or yeah. whatever it makes you wonder like what was he dealing with in his mm-hmm. era what were some of the issues there i mean yeah. they would have been wildly different some you know some of these headlines that we're reading yeah. there today but they were they were important in their own right and here's a lone voice or maybe a voice right. of you know a, a small minority or whatever that's still saying hey don't don't go that that you know, that road that everybody's traveling, go that road yeah. that's less traveled. You know, even the poem road, less traveled yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah. what were they writing about? What were they talking about? Like yeah. we've got our own things in this day and there's a big fork in the road right now. And uh, you know, a yeah. lot of enticement to go down this direction over here that says, okay, hey, everybody's, everybody's here. Here's where the party yeah, is. It's easy. It, 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 cause, cause what it does kind of illusionarily, just like drugs that mask symptoms, it, 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 it kind of immediately takes off a lot of the emotional pressure because you don't, you just you don't have to defend it anymore. Yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so using that example about the breastfeeding thing so many times, like with your wife, you know, it's like, depending on the type of person that she is, nothing, I don't mm-hmm. want to use your wife as an example, but mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, how hard is if somebody going to stay in the game? They get tired of the mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. They get tired of getting told they're an idiot. Mm-hmm. They get mm-hmm. tired of told them they're wrong. Yeah. And so they just stop saying it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they just go, well, you know. Well, and I, and I think everybody has a different calling in this. Everybody's called to the fight, but like her personality is going to be different. So I know her and I know that yeah. her love for um, a, a young mom and everything is going to keep her, you know, in the fight of saying, OK, look, I'm going to win this one battle at a time in those conversations. There's others that are like you that have, it's, you know, we call you Boxer, Boxer Ben sometimes, <laughs> right? That God just wired you with that certain personality that you're willing to get into the fight at a, at a grander scale to put yourself yeah. out there on a podcast and the speaking well, and the stuff yeah. that you do in books and, well, and no, writing. But, but everybody's called to some level of that yeah. fight. And well, right? to, I think so. I think I agree with you. I would the, the, uh, think so. What I would say is no, kind of like you said with your daughter, and then we'll kind of end, end the show here. You yeah, know, yeah. Your, your daughter had said, you know, asked you that question, and you said, you know. Uh, I said, because. Uh, yeah, because, right? <laughs> we can get away with that for a while. My kids are old enough now, too, where I'm like, i got to give a better answer than that. Yeah, she didn't let me get away with that one at um, all. So, yeah. But, and I say this to my staff a lot, which is if, if, if you're going to be talking about an issue in the office, whether it's vaccines or health or nutrition or something like that, uh, like you, you better be able to defend your position. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. here's what some people do, and this is what you just were talking about—the road mm-hmm. less traveled. So, here's what some people will do: is they'll just stay ignorant mm-hmm. and they'll stay out of it because they don't want to get involved. Yeah. And yeah. what I'm saying is that is coward. Mm. That's not a good idea. Mm. That's a joke. You're, a, you're, 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 that's, you're a coward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the right answer, and I'm, I don't mean to talk so forceful today. The right answer is to educate yourself in, in the scriptures. It says, be prepared to give an answer. Right. Right. You don't get to, you don't get the, you don't get to say, um, I don't really know. So uh, yeah, it sounds good. Let's uh, have men breastfeeding. Yeah. You don't get yep. to say that. Yeah. You got to say, why do you think that's wrong? Mm-hmm. Or why do you think that's a problem? Well, I'll tell you why I think it's a freaking problem. Men aren't designed to breastfeed babies. That's why. And that's a valid answer. And that's the case. Now, somebody might say, oh, I, you know, I think disagree. <laughs> right? Okay. Why do you think that? Because I got entire human history on my side. I've got the fact that men don't make milk for babies. Mm-hmm. I got the fact. I got so I think Listen, I. Listen, I got the T-shirt from your office of your latest print that says "Men are not designed to breastfeed." Isn't that a T-shirt you guys have in yeah. there? I never thought I'd have to make one, but I might have to create one. So, so as you're as you're walking through this, don't take the easy way out. Don't. There's that old saying, right? Uh, you know, all it takes for evil to win is enough good people to do nothing. It's a good word. There's a lot of there's a lot of um um oh, what's the word um enticement to just uh, because it's been viewed as if you have a contrarian opinion that you're a bigot, Mm. that you are a jerk, that you are racist, Mm. that you are a bad person, that you don't love people. That's how it's been portrayed. That's how it's that it's hate speech, that you're judging, that you're bad, that you're part of the problem, right? Mm -hmm. That you're this. So, so now it's become even harder to speak out because, and then as, as we maintain, I, there was just a matter of fact, there was just a, there was a movie that came out, that new movie called Sounds of Freedom or uh, Sounds of Freedom. Yeah. Everybody's talking about that right now. About, you know, human trafficking, right? Based on a true story of a gentleman and it's the guy that plays him is Jim Caviezel. And, and, um, and so by the way, which smashed the box office, it it beat some of the major releases too. It beat everybody. Yeah. It was number one. It beat Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah. But that wasn't in the news. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, when they actually talked about it, they didn't even include it. And now you get that out of other ones, you know, other news sources. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, we think we're this minority because we're told to think we're the minority. Right. People are saying, I don't want your woke agenda. I don't want your woke narrative. It's not how I roll. 
So there's way more people, but as, as, as they scare you into not sharing your opinion, because it might step on somebody's toes, yeah. or somebody might think, that's how we have ended up in this place. Mm. Okay, so my encouragement for you is, and you may never have thought about it like this, you may never have thought that that by me just kind of like trying to stay back, like like to your point, your wife has a very different personality than me or in whoever, you know right, what I mean? She's right. her own woman. So, But that doesn't mean that she can't be uh, hold the line hold oh, the truth 100 and so and and we need that 100%. but a lot of people don't yeah. do that yeah. they cower yeah they just go i don't wanna yeah. because yeah. that's been billed as not being nice well right. my question would be please explain to me how it's nice for you to not tell the truth to people that i do not understand that i do not understand i don't i'm not i wouldn't do that to my children I don't certainly do that to my patients and best, best that I can. I mean, I'm always continuing to grow in that area. But so, you know, for those of you that listen today, I know it was a little bit rough, a little, not rough, probably, well, maybe for some of you, uh, a little bit raw. It's been a while since me and Jeff were on here, uh, just solo, but there's a little insight into our, into our, uh, you know, how we see the world, how I see the world. I won't include you in mine. Hope that helped the listener. We always thank you for tuning in and being a part of this. Share it with somebody who needs it. We'll catch you next time on Design to Heal. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.